It it gets better, right? You get it gets used better. to it. There's a difference. <laughs> oh, it, it probably shouldn't even happen. I mean, if you, you know, got it, you got to flaunt it, uh, acid. You know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. <laughs> Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. I think that's an excellent, excellent deal. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> acid is a, it's about what the dog represents. It's his memory Jesus. of his life. Did it represent? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus allegory. The dog was Jesus at the end of the story. The dog was like this. You killed him. <laughs> the dog does this. Yeah. We all know that Scorpion nice. goes to Narnia first. He spends time Is in Narnia. It? And then he goes to hell. There's a bus and it's about to hit me. Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hello, Sci-Fi Gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, comic books, video games, but really it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends. Old and new, I'm Anthony Nenar, media scholar and person. Today's topic, three of video game franchises we wish would come back, right? We miss them. Maybe we played them when we were kids. Maybe they're not, they're not that old. They just stopped playing. They stopped making the video games. So that's what we're going to talk about. That's today's topic. Okay, it's exciting. Of course, you can skip ahead to today's discussion and the time codes. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us uh, via YouTube. Both great, excellent ways to listen to sci-fi gangsters. Right? We have a great, uh, great guest and my co-host here. We have Jeremy Shepard, J Dog, as we call him. We have Acid Train, video game streamer, and my favorite bus driver of all time. And then today's special guest, Lindsay Sheldon. I call her Z. That's a nickname that I came up with uh, for Lindsay is, is Z. Uh, Lindsay, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. End of the semester chaos is going away slowly but surely. Summer of video games coming up, hopefully. So I'm good. That's always good news. More what video games. About? We'll be talking about video games, right? Uh, we'll talk about some franchises that we wish would come back. And of course, once again, if you want to skip ahead to that discussion, you can hit the time codes. But first things first, we catch up with our friends. That's what we do on this show, right? Uh, but uh, before we even begin, I think it's important to uh, state that Will Moon has written another article for the website, scifigangsters.com. He wrote another article. He's been, uh, he's been on it. He's been on it on writing some original articles some content for the website. Of course, you can go to scifigangsters.com. This one was on Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000. He wrote a, a, one of his, his infamously long articles. He loves words. They're amazing. They're amazing how long they are. I don't know how he does it, but um, they're longer than my papers. But you can definitely check that out at scifigangsters.com, especially if you're a Mystery Science Theater 3000 fan, right? But uh, let's let's go ahead and start off by uh, you know first catching up with everybody. Uh, let's do things a little bit different. We're gonna start with our guest first. We're gonna start with our guest, Lindsay. What's new? Uh, like I said, end of the semester, so some of that stress is disappearing. In for a nice couple of months of relaxation, hopefully, maybe comps. We'll see. Um, also, just like really looking forward to getting games again because games have like not been published for a year. And slowly they're starting to trickle out again through the summer, it seems. Uh, Resi um, Village was released today, and I've been playing that. 
very interesting, very different take on it. And then, of course, the Mass Effect remake is coming out next week, and that will consume my life for the rest of the month, I have no doubt. Um, so I, I'm just I'm hoping for a nice, relaxing summer. Got myself vaccinated so I can actually go to the Black Widow movie when it comes out, uh, which vaccination was a fun process. I'll tell you that. Um, no, but, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about the vaccination process. That sounds interesting to me. How did you have a bad experience? Well, I got the Pfizer's one I ended up getting. So two, and one of the two shots, the first one got it for like 48 hours. I just like felt like I got punched in the arm and it was fine. Other than that like take some pain pills you're good the second one and i will put this out there because i know people are fear-mongering about this everybody is different most of the people i know were not hit very hard by the second dose for me i felt like i had the flu for five days straight oh wow i was knocked out fatigued to the point where like i would get up like get a glass of water go sit down and immediately fall asleep and so I was out of it for five days. Um, but after like that is done, you know, two weeks, that gets you halfway through the two weeks after the vaccination. Uh, so one more week and I can start being amongst the people again a little bit. Um, nice. And I'm just, I'm so looking forward to sitting in a movie theater again. That's the only thing I have talked about this entire year is I want to go into a movie theater and watch a movie again. And I did not know how important that process was to me. So get yourself vaccinated if you have the ability to. Most people should have the ability to at this point. Uh, just know for some people, you'll be unlucky like me. And the second dose of the vaccine will not be fun. But you'll be safe afterwards. I like how, uh, like, the how did the vaccine affect you has been sort of like the, like the, you know, what, what's the... Uh, talking about the weather, right? That's just what everyone talks about. How did the vaccine, how did it impact you? And of course, for me, it made me sick for probably the majority of a day. And then I was completely, I started feeling better. So well, I, I had the, the vaccine in the afternoon. The next morning felt really bad, felt very tired, right? But by, the, by like 6 p.m., I was already kind of feeling better. Right. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. But it, the, the second shot did definitely affect me. Now, for example, m my wife, Alinda, it did not bother her at all. So, yeah, um, the rest of my family, they were perfectly fine. Like all the rest of them said they had the same arm soreness. Mm -hmm. I think my mom was like dizzy the second day. And that was it. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was, of course, I will preface that I have strong reactions to medicine in general. I take a Benadryl and I'm out for like 24 hours straight. Um, nice. so that might also be a, a factor. Like if you know that you're naturally reactive to medicine might maybe plan on taking the next day off or something at the very least. Um, yeah, that's what but, I did. Yeah. Cause with my, me, my second shot, I, I was afraid something like that was going to happen. So I just took the afternoon off. Like I still drove in the morning, but, um, like right after I drove, uh, right after that first shift, I went ahead and went straight over there, got my shot. I mean, like you said, I felt like a truck just hit me in the arm, like a truck with a needle on the front of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. immediately. And they have to watch me extend it anyway. So I was in there for like, I think 45 minutes or something like that, just because every time a needle hits me, I apparently hit the floor. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, but for the rest of the day, I just kept getting more and more fatigued. I never felt bad, but I just kept getting more and more tired. And like when my wife finally got home at the end of the day, she was like, 
are you home? Like, is somebody, is somebody up here? And I was like, I think so. <laughs> and I was just out. I was just in my recliner. Just yeah, I, I like the day of, cause I got mine like right around noon. Um, I was okay. Like my arm started to hurt. However, I will say I did something that was maybe not advisable. Um, because that, that evening I had a game session with friends and in <laughs> our game sessions, oh we drink. Um, and so I was drunk by the end of the day. So all I had was like arm soreness. So I might have been getting sick, but you know, a couple of drinks in, you start to forget that you're sick. Um, which may also be part of the reason why it hit me so hard second day too, because dehydration and all that fun stuff. So, uh, don't do what I did. That's probably not advisable. Um, but yeah, just... I'm patiently waiting for Black Widow so I don't have to pay 30 fucking dollars on Disney Plus to watch Black Widow and I can go sit in a theater. Is that going to be the first film that we're all going to see in theaters? Because that kind of sounds kind of interesting. I kind of want to go see Black Widow also in the theaters. I'm not actually excited to see the movie, to be honest with you. But to, to go to the theaters, I'm, I'm pretty excited about I'm gonna, that. I'm going to go see Mortal Kombat in the theaters. Actually, never stopped going to the movies. It's been great. There's been nobody there. <laughs> oh, so what was the what was the last one you went to, Jeremy? Uh, what's what was it called? Small things. Something was he the, wasn't impressed with, apparently. It was yeah. the no. It, it was a good movie. I forget the, the title. Um, it was Denzel Washington, Jared Leto. Um, yeah, but it, it was good. It was, de- it was definitely one that I was glad that I saw in theaters because if I had had it on at the house, I would have tried to go do other things and I would have would have missed out on it. That's like the depressing thing about the movies this the year of things. like watching them at, at home has been nice in some ways because you get to be at home and have like your own comforts and stuff. But like I watched both the uh, King Kong and Godzilla movie and Mortal Kombat and both of them because they're such spectacle movies. I was like, I would have liked them if I was in the theater watching them at home. Yeah. I'm they're time passers. They're mm-hmm. not something to enjoy. Yeah, Andre bra- so. brought up that point last week that I thought was really good. It just his his main takeaway is how much he missed being in the theater with all those people that enjoyed the same stuff that he does. Well, because while he, I think he said while he was sitting there on the couch watching it with his wife, he'd like look over at his wife, and his wife was like, "What is this crap? <laughs> like, what are, what are we looking at?" Mm-hmm. So to I, be fair, I that's you. what I said to myself when I was watching Mortal Kombat. Oh, shut what up, Anthony! Crap? You know you <laughs> loved it. What is this crap? You love this. What am I? Uh... <laughs> Don't, All make, right, don't uh, make me come. I drove by your house today. Don't make me come in. <laughs> we'll go ahead and move on to uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, what's new? Uh, so I'm finally somewhat caught up on The Walking Dead. Um, okay. Oh, wow. I had <laughs> stopped watching it when, um, like, halfway through the season when Negan came in. Same. Um, and when Negan I, came in, like, initial Negan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, I'm wet. Um, right. And then it was one of those, like, I'd put, I'd seen so many seasons of it already, I felt like I kind of needed to catch up with it. And I'm glad I did, because I think the show actually got better mm-hmm. um, in the eighth and ninth season than it was previously for, for a couple seasons. Um, so it's good. I haven't seen any of the tenth season yet, but uh, but I did enjoy the, the ninth season quite a bit. Now, I actually stopped watching it, too, around... Uh, around when Negan gets captured, right? Or he, mm-hmm. he loses. That's when I stopped watching it. 
Uh, where are you at, Jeremy? Are you are you with um, with Rick? Is he still in the sh- on the show, or is he gone? No, Rick's gone. Um, Negan is quasi good guy at this point. So everyone just overlooked the fact that Negan just killed like <laughs> two <laughs> two of their like integral right. family members. No, not really. I mean, like Negan actually escapes and then realizes there's nothing out there for him. He's sort of bonded um, with with the girl, with Rick's, you know, a sort of adopted daughter. Mm. Um, and so he sort of comes back for her and then, um, you know, so he has a slightly selfless act at one point to, to go save her. And so it's more of a, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's forgiveness, but there's understanding because everyone in that world has done things that they they wouldn't have seen themselves doing to survive. All right there. Well, Jeremy's catching up on The Walking Dead. Excellent. I'm also excited for my boy Elon on SNL tomorrow night. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. It's going to be so bad. Is it I'm true? I heard it. we and my wife were talking about this over at dinner. Is it true that the SNL cast were thinking about walking out? There were some um, yeah. that was... who got upset over it. Not everybody's upset, but it's it's just it's interesting. I, I'm still unclear what they're upset about. I, yeah, I, I too. Get, I couldn't figure it out. He, here's the thing about <laughs> Elon Musk. This is this is what I get from Elon Musk. He's an ass. He says well, stupid things. That's okay. <laughs> he can be an he, ass and a genius at the same time. He says okay. stupid things. Now he a lot of times he does like like not apologize, but say hey, you know, realize what he said was stupid, but. It seems like that's what people are people are upset with that he's a billionaire who says stupid things who doesn't who really doesn't get it right he doesn't like he'll say something like he had he had a lot of um like he had some anti-vax comments he had some he had some uh like the the one where we actually shut down during the pandemic he kind of he called it like fascism and stuff like that so it's just stupid stuff but I was going to say, is, is he the Donald Trump of the tech world? Is that what you're trying to yes, say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't much, know. Kinda. I don't think that's, I don't think that's is that not fair. fair. Okay. To call him the Donald Trump of the tech world. I, I, I think that's going a little too far. Okay. Uh, but, but once again, I wouldn't Jeremy, call Elon disrespectful from what I've seen of him. I don't, I haven't seen all of him, but. From the clips and the things that I've seen, I have never... He puts never... on a very different face when he knows he's being recorded. Okay. Like, the bullshit he puts on, like, Twitter and the stuff he says, like, in his sure. factories and stuff. Yeah. Very different. Well, I mean, I, like, fo- I'm, I'm, I follow I'm, him I'm on Twitter. I'm an anti-Elon person. Um, large part of my Elon issues is he's a genius, yes, and like you said, Acid, you can be a genius and an ass at the same time. Sure, why not? Um, but is he a genius, ish- or was he, is he's, was he extremely lucky? Uh, th- th- no, that's he's, part he's of incredibly, it in some ways. incredibly smart, yeah. He's, he's very smart, but I think some of it is he's gotten lucky with some of the stuff, like timing-wise and in putting certain things in certain places, but I feel like it's also a matter of he gets so people fanboy over him so much when he doesn't always deserve the fanboy. My Jeremy. Uh, and that inflates the issues and inflates his mm. ego and stuff. Like if they just treated him like a, like the, a genius admittedly and a businessman like normal, 
then it would be one thing. But they like he he hype him up so much about things when he's not necessarily worth the hype all the time. And it, I mean, that's why, like, I feel like the, the Donald Trump of the tech world fits in some ways because Donald Trump got to what he is because he has fanboys. Elon got to what he is now because he has fanboys and is not 100% because of what he does. The only, the, the, I will, I'll let Jeremy defend Elon Musk here in a second. I, but I, th- I feel like I should say that, that Donald Trump hasn't accomplished anything. No. And he just—he has just been fortunate. He just throws money at stuff. Elon Musk it gets lucky. Elon Musk is different. He's actually—he's actually created things. Yeah. He's but created ahead, things, but he also throws money at things too. He does throw like money that's... at things. Yeah, he—yeah, he throws money at stuff too. I will say that I watched the um, the launch uh, this week, the rocket launch or whatever it was that was you know supposed to come back and land by itself. And I will say that was pretty impressive. So I mean, it's stuff like that that makes me go. Oh, Elon, <laughs> you know, I, think, I mean, I think, you know, I think you know some more of my issues are like his treatment of his workers and like his, his, like the, his plants and factories and stuff. Uh, I'm a worker person. Uh, if you treat your workers like shit or do things that are not good for them, then uh, fuck you. So that's part of my re- issue with like Disney. My uh, every time I appear on this podcast of fuck Disney moment, fuck Disney. <laughs> um, yeah. No, Jeremy, you can defend him. But okay, just... Jeremy, go do it. <laughs> No, I he he doesn't need Pete to defend him. I mean, that just okay. put, the, ped, the pedestal just got a yeah, little higher. I mean, it's, <laughs> That's what yeah. happened. It's like and lift off. No, I mean you name ten engineers or business men who who've done what he's done. That's true. I will say this about Elon though, and this will be my final point. Elon will get us to Mars, plain and simple. And then he will buy Mars and own Mars, and that's part of the I don't issue. care what he does after that. He will get us to Mars. All right. There you go. Elon Musk. We're all excited to see him on SNL. He's so hilarious. Like, if you just, like, just his personality. He's, he's, he's got a person. He's got a <laughs> personality is what I'm trying to say. That's the reason he'll get us to Mars, because he's a Martian. <laughs> that's what Martian. he is. He's a fucking alien. Like he's already from there. He knows how to get there. He already, he already has the roadmap. All right, Acid, let's go ahead and take us away. What, what's new with you? So Elon Musk, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so um, funny story. So you remember the bus crash that I got in when I tapped the van with my bus? Okay, so I, my boss called me in to do some paperwork, you know, on it or whatever. And, you know, so we're sitting there, we're doing the paperwork. And he leans back in his chair, you know, like a boss does, you know, just so... Let me, let me ask you. I got I got a few things I want to talk to you about. I was like, oh God, I'm in trouble. I'm screwed. I'm getting fired. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here because he had this. He's he's a very he's not mean, but he I feel like he's pissed off all the time. You know, I mean, he deals with a hundred bus drivers. I'd, I'd probably be pissed off all the time too. But so he leans back in his chair and he's like, I got a few things I want to ask you. So okay, gets this real big serious look on his face and he goes, How would you feel about being? bus driver trainer and I kind of parked up was like sure why not so short long story short I've been promoted to bus driver trainer um, I'll still be driving but I'll also be training the new people that come in um, with CDLs and getting ready getting them ready for their state exams for bu- bus driving so 
there's that that happened this week um so if you get in a bus wreck yes promoted, that's that's that was the ironic part i'm like i just finished filling out this paperwork on my crash that was my fault by the way and you want to promote me to trainer all right like let's line some kids up and just run them over real quick. What do I get then? <laughs> what's the uh, what's we're the not going to do that question? by the way. What's the first question when you train the new bus drivers? You go all right. The wheels on the bus they, they go, go round and round. I, they have to know round this. and round. Yeah, all right, there you that. go. Excellent. That's pretty good. Um, but what else happened this week? Um, I, I already mentioned I watched the rocket. Um, <clears throat> or I watched the uh, the whatever you want to call it this the space the um what do they call it Jeremy you know SpaceX no it, the name of the the name of the ship it was, it was I can't remember what the name was but anyway um, watched it take off and land itself it was quite impressive um, if you haven't seen it yet I recommend the clips don't watch the three hour version of it um, that can we talk boring. about the the, the... Chinese rocket that is like apparently flying through our app and 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 they don't know where it's gonna land yeah yeah (laughs) I just somebody will shoot that thing down before it lands anywhere near us I'm pretty sure Uh, they're saying they're like trajectory wise thinking it's gonna like land somewhere tomorrow so we'll see if any place gets blown up I hope it's not on my house that's all I care about you know um what oh so okay and this is this will be this is not not long, but this is my rant. So Hearthstone brought out a patch uh, this week. Um, got some, you know, some. They've nerfed some cards. They buffed some cards. They added some achievements. One of which they didn't tell anybody about. So if you're if you happen to look into the achievement section, you, know, you can tell all the achievements that you've earned and that kind of stuff. Well, there's this one that's just got question marks on it, and it says. Uh, find the hidden secrets in the barons, which the bar- the forge in the barons is the new expansion that came out this year. And so everybody, of course, is, oh, what's this? You know, so this was two days ago, by the way. Um, there are four, I guess you would call them puzzles. I wouldn't call them puzzles because there is no, they tell you nothing. Okay, they tell you absolutely nothing about this achievement anywhere. So somewhere, somehow, some kid wrote this algorithm, I'm sure, because no human brain by themselves would be able to solve this um, after you read this article, which, Anthony, we will, I will send this to you, and you can post that article um, in the description of the, of the YouTube video, um, of these four things that you have to do. Um, in this game and it's just it's astronomical I did them all uh, today and it took me like four hours and that was with a cheat sheet um, I, I don't know what human being could have done it without a cheat sheet which is why I'm saying that I'm pretty sure a kid wrote a computer algorithm to figure this thing out all by itself um, but when, when you read it you'll be completely boggled like you'll you'll question the universe and why they even put this in the game because it makes no sense whatsoever. It has nothing, it didn't have anything to do with the game. So it's just to keep people logged in longer. I, I, I don't know what I think it was. I think it was, I think the FBI came to Hearthstone and said, <laughs> Hey, I need you to put this in the game. Okay. And we like the first four people that get this, you give us their contact information. Okay. Because we need them like ASAP. <laughs> okay. And, You'll never hear from those four people again, all right? Uh, you know, so 
let's just <laughs> let's just call it like it is. So somewhere on the earth, the FBI's got four Hearthstone geniuses um, <laughs> doing something. So there you go. I still don't even know how to play Hearthstone. Like you talk about Hearthstone all the time, and I have no what? idea. Have you have you played play. it at all? No. Just download That's it. That's it. That's the reason. That's the reason. It's just download it. It doesn't cost anything. Just download the thing. I will. It, I, I say it's not that hard. It's not that hard to play. It is hard to get good at, at least in in my opinion, because I'm too ADD for it. But it's, it's fun. It's a good time. You know. <laughs> you get mad. You get happy. You know. Same with any <laughs> other video game. You know. It's just true. enjoyable. That is but, true. Yeah. That is how I play video games. I get mad. I get Madden. Mad. Oh, <laughs> touchdown. Ravens. No, okay, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> All right, so we'll go ahead and get to uh, my what, what's new with me. So I recently uh, started an online Madden franchise. I know that's what you guys love hearing in Madden talk. Let's talk about some Madden football, right? I can mute so, him, no, guys. But, um, Hang on. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me hit the mute button on Anthony. <laughs> well, yeah, it turned. It, it started off as like, hey, you know, uh, you know, talking to my friend. Hey, you want to just play an online franchise together? And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll do it. And then it turned into we asked somebody else and turned into three. And then that person asked somebody. And we have about eight people in the league now. And it's pretty fun. We had our little fantasy draft, which took about like two hours, uh, where we just picked our teams from like just the pool of all football players. We created our teams. We've been playing a couple of games so far, and of course, I'm destroying everybody. I'm killing them, right? I'm just, uh, I'm just too good at the game. See, I would be more excited if it was like an NCAA tournament. That I can get into. I would agree with that. Uh, I would agree with that. And of course, there's no NCAA right now, and doesn't come out until next year or two years from now. About to be, yeah. I mean, what's the like? What's the difference between playing Madden versus? So the gameplay game. is slightly different. Also, like the recruiting process is a lot more fun, right? So you actually have to recruit players. So you now. have to, yeah, to you buy have to, it under the table. You, you have to worry about that, salary right? caps and all that stuff when you're doing all this. Recru- yeah, like the college football experience when it comes to those games is so much more fun, in my opinion. Because recruiting from like high schools with no money is way more fun than trying to figure out how much Dante Green needs to get his butt over to play wide receiver or whatever. Is yeah, there a Dante just, Green that plays wide receiver? <laughs> Dante Green? I don't know. I don't know if I, there, there probably is a Dante Green. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, just like uh, NCAA, it's just uh, also you only have them for four years at the at the most. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly like trying to recruit new players, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Do you find um, it more challenging? How long do you play these video games for? I mean, multiple seasons, right? Ten, 10 years, right? I mean, just I mean, ten seasons, right? Um, not ten, fun. not ten actual years, Jeremy. So, do yeah. the players like actually age during the time? Like their stats go down and yeah, mm-hmm. fluctuate. And... Yeah, they, they uh, in Madden especially, they players regress and they and they get better, and you and you level them up just like any. Uh, what if they actually get better with age? How how does it account for that? I. Uh, I don't know. If you play them better, they'll they'll. Like play how, them. how does Tom Brady get modeled? I don't know. That no one no one understands that. No one can. Uh, there's no model for Tom Brady <laughs> and his inhuman abilities. Can we all agree we're tired of Tom Brady? Get out. Yes. Just retire. <laughs> well, it's not even. He's it's pulling. Not even you know what he's doing? He's pulling a Brett Favre. That's what he's doing. He's like, just go, well, just go I home. Mean, he just doesn't. Go home, get any worse like why would he retire 
I, I mean, he's, enjoy life. he's definitely not Stop getting hit. He's definitely not as talented as he. He doesn't have the abilities that he once did, but he's still like he he's won still the able. Super Bowl. <laughs> His defense was kind of the reason for him winning the Super Bowl. The, the, the defense played really well, but he, I mean, he. It, I mean, not taking anything away from Tom Brady, whatever. Just we're sick of it. Just retire. You're done. No more. Anyway. <clears throat> I personally, I watch college football and, and sports in general more mm-hmm. than professional sports. Me too. Because they shuffle more. So, like, I feel like if the professional sports started having, like, a cap of, like, you know, you can only play for so many years or you can only get, like, championships or whatever the top tier of your game is so many times and you're out, it would be more intriguing because you have more people in and more tactics changing and more, like... And do you know how much money they and, would save by doing that? Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> that would save trillions of dollars. Well, there you go. There's our topic. We're trying to rework the NFL, right? We're bringing <laughs> our theories. Let's go ahead and move on to our topic for today. So today's topic, top Elon three. Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Why, why is he such an asshole? No. Uh, no why was, is being a good person the prerequisite of usefulness? Like... He's it's a dick. Not. Okay, it's not. Well, nobody we, said anything about useless. Said that. They just said, "Do you like Hi, him? Jeremy? I'm with you on this one, man. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, you can you can always say the opposite. My, why why do we Musk idolize? T-shirt. Why do we idolize billionaires so much? Like, I mean, you can obviously. I, mean, I think the billionaire part is is has no bearing on it. No, it's just a it's just an added bonus for them, not for us. I disagree. In order for you to be a billionaire, you have to be an asshole. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, look yeah, at Bill Gates. He just—they just got divorced, didn't they? Yeah, they're getting divorced. They're getting divorced. Yeah, something like that. You—you you can't treat your your workers well and be a billionaire. It's not possible, right? Anyways, moving on. It's, it's not possible. You become a billionaire by treating your workers like crap because you get more profits, right? That's this is the way it is. Yeah, you make more profits the worse you treat your workers in general, and that's like half the issue with a lot of things. But we're not supposed to be talking about class issues. We could if we want to. I'm more than down for that. But I feel like that's not a a topic we want to get into. (laughs) I believe Karl Marx once said. No, all right. So let's go ahead and get to our our first topic for today. And that is, or our topic for today. And that is top three franchises that you wish uh, would would, come back. We're going to do, you know, three, 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 two, 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 one, 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 working our way down. And of course, I'll go ahead and start us off with my number three. And the the franchise that I want back is Twisted Metal. I know I've brought mm. this up multiple times nice. in this uh, on this show, but man, I miss Twisted Metal. And I don't know if it's nostalgia as a kid played it a ton, but why is there not a car fighting game? It doesn't make any sense. We have every other type of fighting game, but we don't have a car fighting game. And <laughs> Twisted Metal was the the premier. Uh, it seemed like that was like. One of the, the the top selling games in the '90s, right? Yeah, was Twisted Metal, and of course, you know, we all enjoyed the Calypso, you know, just granting the wishes of the winners, and he always tricked you, right? He tricked you like the devil. Like the, one, the only one I remember was, uh, of course, every character when they advanced to the if you won, you had a different story. Like it, it would it would kind of go through the story of that character. And um, he would always trick you because he would he would offer you a, a wish, like he would grant your your wish, right? That was the whole premise of the game. 
if you kill everybody, you get to the you're, if you're the champion and you get to uh, declare a wish. And it was always a trick, right? And no one, no one, everyone would always fall for it. So I, the only one I can remember is one of it was the Twisted Metal two, where one of the characters was trying to like he did something to her brother in the previous game, so she wanted revenge. So she's you know he's like, what do you want? What, what's your wish? And she's like, I want to see my brother. And she goes, Oh no! And then like. I guess he sent her brother to space and he just sent her to space as well. Like that was the whole, that was the whole conclusion gotcha. of that character's story was that she messed up and saying, I want to see my brother. But uh twisted male black was also another really good one. That oh, kind of yeah. mixed horror, that mixed horror and uh, the, the car fighting game. That's that's the no memory of story being any part of these games. Really? <laughs> it's very vague. I mean, it's, it's very small. It's not a huge. So it it's very small, but that yeah. was the uh, Twisted Metal Black was actually the story it was, was yeah, it integrated was. into it where every character was like a horrible person and they were trying to get something at the end. Were they like convicts always, or something? When they're like a. All, yeah, all of them yeah. did something horrible. Right? So Sweet Tooth was a ice cream driver that killed kids. Like that was the whole. That was Sweet Tooth's uh, storyline. Uh, but there was also like. You know, people who ate people and that kind of stuff. But yeah, there you go. That's twisted metal. Uh, we I know how Anthony's one. childhood went. <laughs> I did enjoy some twisted metal. He loved ice cream trucks. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to Jeremy. Jeremy, what's your number? Uh, what's your number three? Uh, so my number three is the Mer- Monkey Island uh, franchise by Lucas Arts. Uh, so it was a adventure game. You play a uh, sort of hapless wannabe pirate, guy Bush. Freepwood, and you have this sort of nemesis, uh, LeChuck, and it's just a classic, you know, kind of, he wants to, to live happily ever after the princes, the, the pirate is, is stopping him for different ways, and uh, it's just, it's really funny, like it's, the, the comedy in those games uh, still holds up. All right, well, there you go, there's Monkey Island. Uh, when, when did that game come out? Uh, so there were like six of them. Uh, I think the last one probably came out in the mid, like late-ish 90s. All right, excellent. There's number three. German's number three, Monkey Island. Is almost called Monkey Island? I think I've yeah, it. Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. All right, Acid, what's your number three? I'm going to go kind of piggybacking off of you with the car uh, demolition racing whatever you want to call it okay here we go uh, with rock and roll racing uh one of blizzard entertainment's uh, very first games uh it was very it wasn't as gruesome as twisted metal but you had you know you you had your course and you you raced your cars and you could it was more in the style of uh, a violent mario kart so you'd have missiles and mines and turbos and all that kind of stuff within a 2d you know plane um and it was, you know, very, um, it was very 90s. It was very rock and roll. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and you would be uh, this alien you could pick out of a different barrage of aliens that you wanted to be. And, of course, they all had their own stats as your main racer, you know. And if you, you, you beat the courses and you earn money and you can buy new cars or upgrade your current car and buy more missiles for your car or whatever, and as soon as you beat the this planet, you would 
save up enough money to buy a ticket and head to the next planet. So, and you would just do that until you beat the game. And that it's so simplistic, but it was so much fun. And I wish they would bring that kind of stuff back. Just keep it simple game companies. Okay. Just keep it simple. We don't need all this fancy crap. Okay. Just keep it simple. All right. Excellent. So me and acid, very similar video games that we want to come back to car race. What do you remember that movie? Was it early two thousands? where it was a car fighting game where convicts were in the cars and they would fight each other to, to be released from prison. Does anyone remember that movie? I vaguely remember that. Is that the Death Race movie? A death Race. There it is. Yeah. Excellent. Jeremy with the, with the win there, the pole. Nice. All right, Lindsay, what's your number three? So all of mine are pretty much like telling you exactly what type of gamer I am. I am very much an RPG gamer. Um, that is like my like bread and butter. I love it. Um, so like, I do have to cheat again. Uh, like I do every time I have an honorable mention that being the star Wars Knights of the old Republic mm-hmm. series. Um, because number one, star Wars, you got, you, I, there's nothing that I dislike about star Wars. I take that back. There are things I dislike about star Wars, but that video game series was really solid and they deserve at the very least, like a remake of those games, upgrade the graphics, upgrade they them a little bit. Um, and I know that they do technically have the continuation with like the uh, the Old Republic uh, MMO, which I have sunk way too many hours into, and it's not bad. It has the curse of all MMOs that gets outdated really fast. Um, but I, I adore those games, and they need to come back. And just, of course, I also don't want them to come back because Disney owns it now. <laughs> But um, that's my honorable mention. My like number three was that the was that the video game where you saw like it was like a four player game where you saw all four players on the same screen, or is that a different game? That's a different game. I remember when I was I was a kid, and there was a game where you were all Jedi's. Was that Battlefront? No, not 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 Battlefront. Uh, It was it was before that where there was like four players and you all were on the same screen together. Maybe Jedi Academy at some point. Maybe okay. Um, but no, Knights of, Knights of the Old Republic is an RPG that follows a character that deserves to be canon in the universe. Um, like a Jedi that goes Sith and becomes a Jedi again and all that type of stuff. So it's really a lore intensive game. Um, and kind of in that similar fashion, my like number three is the Fable series. Um, the Fable RPG series yes. had so much potential. And I feel like a lot of it was that they promised too much too early. Like if they did Fable again now with current technology, a lot of the promises that they made with that series that ended up getting people annoyed with them and kind of drifting away would be something that was feasible, would be something that they can do. Because like the big like hullabaloo that they had in one of the last Fable games is that they promised like everything would have a consequence. So like if you knocked on a tree and an acorn fell and you came back later, that acorn would be like like growing into a tree. And you couldn't do that with the technology of the time. Um, now you could, uh, with some work, with some effort, but you could. And they were just really fascinating, really fun RPGs. Yeah. Uh, of course, with like some old school uh, good and evil mechanics that did some interesting things. Um, I think that was one of the first like really kind of intricate rpgs where you have a semi like original character that i remember playing all the way through Mm -hmm. um and so to me 
fable now and i do know that it was teased that they're going back to the fable franchise i was I gonna ask you um what would be your opinion if because you know uh microsoft just bought bethesda what it, if bethesda did fable do you think bethesda could do it justice in some ways yes in some ways no because I think Bethesda is a little too confident with themselves with RPGs that they look over some potential for innovation. Even now with Microsoft um, over their shoulder. I feel like Microsoft is just going to make things worse. I'm very oh. anti big, big companies uh, with video games because I have been burned too many times with fucking EA. Well, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. So every time like a bigger company buys and says, we're going to be controlling these other things that I already like. I'm like, no, you're just going to fuck it up because you're going to start thinking money rather than making the game. Um, hopefully, Microsoft will do better than EA, but um, I, I, I they'll have so. to prove me wrong. <laughs> they have to prove me wrong. I'm, I don't have high hopes. Uh, but I do know this past year's like Xbox yeah. conference or whatever, they teased that they were going to go back to it. Because Lionsgate's so next couple done. Years, maybe. Like they're not even a company anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're busted up, they're broken. Like, I so. actually have Peter Molyneux's autograph. Now I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> on a on a Fable Two artwork sheet that he got when I was manager at GameStop, they sent us to the GameStop conference. I can't remember what year it was. They sent us to a GameStop conference, and he was there, and he was signing autographs on the Fable because Fable Two was coming out, and he we got to talk to him, shake his hand, that kind of stuff. It was really cool. I, I love that. I love that. He's. I think he had too, he was one of those designers that had too many ideas yeah. in some ways. He, he, was, sol- he, he was a solid guy. I like he, him. he could do so much, but he just had too many ideas. And like I said, it's kind, it was kind of ahead of its time with what they were wanting to do. Because Fable um, 1 was the best one, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was solid. Um, I think I started with Fable 2 and then went back and played Fable 1, um, simply because of time ranges and stuff. But yeah, my big thing is... I want Fable to come back. It's possibly coming back. And I hope that they don't fuck it up this time. There you go. There's Fable. You got Fable, Rock and Roll Racing, right? And then uh, Monkey Island. Something like that, right? Those are the ones. <laughs> and Madden. No. Well, did you, uh, Jeremy, did you play the, like, uh, I think Telltale had their hands on mm. the, uh, Monkey Island around 2010 or something. They put, released a couple of games. Did you play any of those? Um, so I know they remastered a couple. Um, I haven't I haven't played them, but I, I wasn't aware of any any new uh, any new stuff they did. Just because of Lucas Arts still owns the the trademark, I think. Yeah, I don't know if it was new new stuff. I just remember that there was a couple that were coming around around 2010 when I was watching some Telltale things. I was more into that company. Um, so yeah. I have to check it out. I've uh, I played several Telltale games and uh, with sort of mixed opinions. <laughs> That's very yeah. fair. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So let's go ahead and get on to our number two. And my number two is uh, NBA Jam. Ooh. I don't know why. I, I was thinking about NBA Jam the other day, uh, probably because it was um, 
they have some of those arcade NBA jams there they sell, you know, like the like the kind of cheaper ones you can get at like Walmart and stuff like that. I think I had one one Sam's Club. I was kind of playing it a little bit. Just He's on of, fire. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I remember they, that. They wouldn't make it today be, because of the punching. Like they wouldn't want to oh, encourage yeah. punching in basketball. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I wouldn't mind like an arcade style basketball game or arcade style football game, right? And I know the yard in Madden is kind of like it's a mode that's sort of similar. So to, you want like Tech Mobile? I want some. Yeah, I want some. I want some like a like an arcade style sports game, okay. just like an old old school arcade style sports game. That'd that's be a fair. whole lot of fun. Um, but make it like robust. Don't just do like a simple release of NBA Jam. Make it like make it like an RPG. Like you level up your characters. You you can play other people. You you could play like one versus one or like a whole team. Like you make your team. You you could do a whole franchise. This is what I want. I want all. Basically, I want NFL Street, but mm. in a, like as a full game. Did you ever like, play? Uh, gosh, what was that basketball? And one. I heard about it. I never played. But I've yeah, never something, played something it. Like that. It's something like and that. I know though. they. Okay. And I know NBA Street was also a game that I never played before. Yeah, I, didn't play you know, either. That's good. I want one of those old school. But that arcadey feel to it, where you have like the yeah, I like that's a good idea. I like that exactly. There you go, uh, Jeremy. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is the Gabriel Knight series. Um, so it's another adventure game. So you play as a uh, detective who who finds out that his uh, his family has this sort of ability to to fight creatures of evil uh it's called a shot in jaeger uh it was voiced by tim curry so the, vo- like the voice mm. acting was was great um it was a lot of fun like they came out in the sort of the the heart and soul of the adventure gaming time um and yeah they made three of them the the first one's probably the best uh but yeah i wish they would continue on because it was it was a ton of fun now now tim curry probably wouldn't be uh the the voice actor for the new one if they did release it who do you who would you want to be the new voice um so tim curry has mostly recovered from his stroke i believe so i think he probably could um is is he okay though like is he like he seems like he's on a downward spiral right uh Health-wise. Yeah, well, he had a massive stroke. So, he, like, physically, I think there's still limitations. But I I, I think um, that his voice has, has returned to him. But um, I don't know. Like, there's... there's who, is the, f- who is the Tim Curry of our time? Maybe we need to ask that question. Who is today... Who is contemporary Tim Curry? uh they don't they don't make them like that anymore i guess so i guess uh, so we can always go that route can't we um well i mean can you i mean could anyone play rocky horror i mean oh that's a great question yeah. like who it's, could play, it's, it's just who could play that's another great question um I'm sure somebody could i mean there's a lot of people that can do their own frankenfurter yeah there's nobody that can do frankenfurter yeah no one can replace him. and and so the character in, in the Gabriel Knight series um, is, is from New Orleans, and there's very few people who do a proper New Orleans accent. Um, so, and I mean, even Tim Curry, like it, it's sort of, it's, 
a little campy, but uh, but it works. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know who could who could really do him. Um, me, uh, if Matthew McConaughey had <laughs> could do some some slang, like he his voice has the same kind of tenor in it. Um, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, there you go. There's your number two. Ask the what's your number two? Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to go on side scrolly stuff. I got a, my two and one are both side scrolly games. Um, I would like to see and bring back and maybe even remake Contra. You guys remember Contra? A nice side scrolling shooter. And I know they got like Cuphead and that kind of stuff, but like just bring back I'm old school Contra. Yeah. And just keep it keep it the same as it was then um the flippy shooty weird you know power-ups all that good stuff that was so much fun uh to you know invite your friends over and play some contra you know let's, let's, let's do they do i'm sure they've done a with many old school arcade games they of course they come up with like a, a first person shooter version of it like, contra has do? contra has a uh, what uh, would you call it a first person mode it's it, it's not first person, but like you know, Contra's side scrolling, but you have a Contra that's also this way, but you still see the the character. So like third person forward, I guess. But it's it's that um, asteroids feel. So you're doing the this, but going forward. Um, I don't know what you would call it, but yeah, they have that. But I mean, that was of course that was eighties as well, so eighties, nineties, whatever. So um, I remember one of the Call of Duties had in the zombie mode they had a, a mini mode where it was like a like a contra style game oh really i didn't i don't play call of duty i play good games <laughs> i play call of duty because my friends play call of duty and i'm oh, a social you need to you need to find, really you need to find new friends <laughs> <laughs> we are your friends okay <laughs> we don't play call of duty <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. And we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. Nice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're all your kids that you drive in your school. That's it. That's all of them. Yep. Oh, yes, that's that stallion guy. (laughs) (laughs) Is there there anything creepier than me calling myself stallion and going to the school (laughs) bus? Hey kids, they call me Stallion. <laughs> Come play Call of Duty with me. <coughs> You're gonna make me choke. <laughs> All right, that's good. Oh. I always call. I always call the. I always tell the kids I'm to call me Stallion. All right, oh, so no. please don't. We're making this. We're making this worse. The Every time I go to the local oh, high school, that's great. I tell the kids my name's Stallion. All right, so Lindsay, uh, <laughs> what is your number two? don't know if I want to continue talking to some dude named Stallion right. now. <laughs> so my number two is the oh. Prince of Persia series. Nice. Um, the Prince of Persia series was kind of like one of the series that I was obsessed with when I was like middle school, high school age, right? Um, and <laughs> Uh, it was one of the video game series that I very distinctly going to Blockbuster mm. <laughs> and renting the game to play the game and then having to like finish the game in a week so that I could yeah. get it back to Blockbuster on time. I remember those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Different games. And, uh, 
those those that I, that's one of the things like kids these days don't understand the pressure of like having to finish no the game in a certain amount of time or else you don't get to have the game anymore mm -hmm. uh, just like they don't understand the same like you're going to go to the bathroom or going to get something to eat and then like your sibling or you're like your mom or something's yelling from the other room the tv show is back on <laughs> so um no i feel like there's there's some like nostalgia to the experience of playing that game and i know they like say the spiritual successor for it is assassin's creed and i love assassin's creed too. i agree with that um but uh the, there there was something just really gorgeous about some of the prince of persia games and it was jack um, jump well that movie is actually part of the reason why the game series What'd died. You say his name was uh, said, Jack Gyllenhaal. He said Jack. Jake. It's Jake. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jack Gyllenhaal. It's Jake's look, Jake's look. little brother. You yeah. also yeah, he also knows you, Stallion. Look, okay. Jack Gyllenhaal is the most underrated actor there is. Uh, we all know that, right? All right, anyways. Um, which, I mean, the whole Stallion discussion happened happened before we started. So anyone who's listening has no idea they don't, they of don't why know. you're calling yourself Stout. It's amazing. I like it. Don't, don't ever tell. Keep them in the wonder. dark. That'll be the that'll be the Easter egg of the Sci-Fi Gangster Show. Why is Anthony called Stallion? But uh, yeah, the, I, I love that and kind of this like platformer style game, and um, they don't make them like that anymore. And so I feel like with modern graphics and modern, and it's again one of the things I'd like to see a lot of games just remade. Yeah. Now with modern graphics because I, I can't imagine how pretty they would be now um and i don't know maybe we'll get that someday <laughs> um it is not a completely dead franchise i know that the rights for it continue to bounce around and stuff and they did make like a really shitty uh phone game a couple of years back um yeah don't it no don't try no, it's not working. don't even look at it um, okay no <laughs> I don't even know that it's still. Say the Assassin's Creed bad. mobile games garbage too. So. Um, but yeah, I I have a lot of nostalgia tied to that one. I think that's part of the reason why I want it back, other than just the fact that a like Persian assassin game, like Assassin's Creed, we already know can be really kind of pretty cool environment. Um, so that that's what I would like to see. I feel like it would be very Uncharted ish, wouldn't you say, Jeremy? <laughs> I could um, see it. Yeah. As far as the atmosphere. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of the atmosphere uh, would be similar. Like, you uh, you know, I think the name Persia has has connotations now that you, you couldn't do it in yeah. this, this timeline. But Yeah. And, and like, but it's kind of also one of the things of like, we can compare it to so many current games that are popular and well known that like, we know like the concept itself would work in a lot of ways um, and still be fairly popular. Um, of course, I don't know what type of reworkings that we'd have to do after all this time because it got a lot of heat. The more people have evolved and understood things, and I, I completely understand that, but it, it's my nostalgia uh, vote for the week is Prince of Persia series. I like it. All right, excellent. Prince of Persia. All right, so we'll get, go ahead and get to our number one. And my number one, uh, Stallion's number one, is... Uh, <laughs> that will never get old now. That's going to be, that's gonna be it. The wheels on the bus will go round and round, and Stallion will be on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. St Stallion's, Stallion's about to tell you what number one is. 
and uh, it's Portal. It's Portal. Oh, so, nice. hey. I, like that. I know it's 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 definitely not one of the older games, like <clears throat> for, for example NBA Jam and Twisted Metal, both sort of like eighties and nineties that sort of thing. But Portal, re- relatively recent. But I was thinking about it. It actually it, it's got to be close to ten years old, right? Maybe a little less than ten years old. At least Portal two. Or Portal, Portal 2. 2. Portal, yeah. Uh, i say Portal's old. But, uh, man, Portal is, was a fantastic game, especially Portal 2, uh, because Portal 2 incorporated the, the two-player mode where you had to uh, have somebody else years, exactly. where you solved the, the puzzles together. And that was always a very rewarding experience, just like like tra- trying to figure out the puzzles and then like trying to, trying to be the first one out of, the, out of the group to figure it out. That was always fun, right? Oh, that I was, was the one game. that... If I throw you over here and you hit this and I go through this portal and I fly through here, that was, that was a, it was a fun puzzle. When did it come out, Acid? Uh, portal 1 came out 2007, um, and then Portal 2 came out in 2011, uh, almost to the day, um, April 18th, 2011. So it's just a little over 10 years old now. I think the challenge with the portal, though, is that they have turned it into a kind of merchandising opportunity. In some ways, there's a lot of like small games have continued to come out Mm -hmm. in portal universe they're just not the classic portal game itself Mm -hmm. because like they just had like a vr game released a year or so back i think and then there's the bridge constructor that some people were obsessed with like that was half-life wasn't it that was part Mm -hmm. of the orange box was it okay it was half-life because another another doing uh team fortress three but so, like there's there's actual like the is. the VR one is an aperture one. Aperture itself has been just used and abused as small game fodder. So I imagine that's part of the reason why they don't haven't had another big game is because they're just using it for a whole bunch of small, quick kind of money cash grabs in some ways. They're funny. Yeah, and then of course, uh, <laughs> Portal uh, the comedy is great. It always yeah. makes you laugh, you know. Um, so definitely, that would be definitely my number one. All right, Jeremy, what's your number one? So my number one is uh, Wing Commander. Mm, okay. Um, so uh, it the the sort of fall of Wing Commander was the uh, bankruptcy of Origin Systems, and Chris Roberts, the guy who who developed the game, went off and started to create this monstrosity of Star Citizen that it essentially is going to be the ultimate never-ending wing commander experience uh that he sort of got planned that may or may not ever happen um but wing commander was a story-driven space simulator so um the last three games uh they were full motion video and you had mark hamill uh tom wilson uh malcolm mcdowell jonathan reese davies like a, a lot of, of really good actors in there uh, and the characters were were great. So you, the first two games, um, well, the first game you play somebody else, but then the the second game onward, like it's all in the same lore. Um, you're following sort of the career path of the same guy. Uh, you know, there's wars and conflicts and things going on in the universe. Um, so it's 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 a lot of fun. Like it's for me, it was you know you just kind of get the gameplay was fun enough, um, but you know you kind of got through it to to get to the story and i would have liked to seen where that where that led 
All right, excellent. I think this is the second time you brought up Wing Commander, and it sounds like fun. I, I actually never played it before, but it sounds uh, like a fun game. All right. Acid, what's your number one? All right, number one. <clears throat> Again, I went with another side scroller, but do you guys remember the old side scroll arcade X Men games? Let's bring that back. Okay, let's bring that back with today's graphics. Um, I know they're coming out. Well, I say coming out. They're re. I don't know if they're remastering it. It may just be bringing it to Steam. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, side scroller. Uh, yeah. That's coming to Steam as well. But um, I would I would love to see those types of games come back uh, where you can have you know four people all at the same time on the same screen doing all the little you know X Men moves and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle moves and um the super power-ups and that kind of stuff i mean it, it all kind of goes into I me mean, you've got you know like the x-men the ninja turtles what golden axe was one of them like this those are just great side scrollers that i think if they remastered and brought those back um you know some of it like golden axe probably wouldn't do very well but i think like a big name like x-men especially with marvel as big as it is i think would do fairly well yeah, it seems kind of fun. Maybe even like update some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Add yeah, some characters. Absolutely. It'd be kind of fun. All right, Lindsay, what's your number one? So this one's another fairly new one, and it feels like this is more a franchise in limbo uh, than necessarily a dead franchise that should come back. Um, and that's the Silent Hill franchise. Ooh. Um, okay. you know, my weakness for horror games in general. Uh one of the most effective games for me in my entire life that i have played is silent hill because i played silent hill one or two i forget which one way too young um it was one of those another (laughs) wonderful blockbuster pickups (laughs) that my mom didn't pay attention to and so i took it home and to this day pyramid head scares the shit out of me (laughs) um like I have been at conventions, saw somebody dressed up as Pyramid Head, turned around and walked away. Um, so it is, yet I still love the franchise. I still play the franchise obsessively when I have access to them and stuff. And we had that wonderful teaser with PT that came out with Norman Reedus that seemed like it was going to be so good. And then the whole Kojima del Toro you know blow up happen um which we ended up getting an interesting game out of anyway with death stranding um did we though interesting would be the key uh part of that not necessarily good i ran off so (laughs) many damn mountains like i uh yeah it's it's takes a very very intent purpose like okay with boredom to get through that game but the world is interesting i should say um and i'm big on the world building and lore and stuff like that so like i would like to see less point a point b point a point b gameplay in that same world possibly Mm. um it might make it more interesting but like silent hill is just such a good franchise as far as um not always the best storylines overall and of course you have like the like Easter egg uh, doge dog <laughs> endings in some of them, uh, which is, is kind of apt that Jeremy has doge in the background. Um, but uh, so the, it, it, is, it does get really weird really fast, but like the monster design to them 
in the sound design through those game series so good and so like foundational i feel like to what horror ga video games and survival horror video games have become that like if we had a silent hill released right now i could not imagine how good it could be um if they put the same kind of intent into making a new one what were your opinions on the newer resident evils um as in the new ones or the remakes of the old it, well, ones? Well, yeah, the remakes of the old <laughs> ones. Uh, I liked the remakes of the old ones um, simply because we got to admit the old ones, the controls got really janky really fast. and we Tank we, controls, we, baby. Oh. We so, improved so on that. Um, and I, I just, I always appreciate when we get remakes and see old stuff in new graphics and you can kind of mm -hmm. see what they really wanted things to look like yeah. <clears throat> um so like they're not bad biohazard was interesting um biohazard plays on the very real fear that i think a lot of southerners have of the alligators in the water um <laughs> that was the entire thing i talked about the entire time i played through that and then uh of course village came out today and i've played through a couple hours of village and it's interesting i really very... hope they do four I really I would, do. That was I kind of want them one. to like redo all of them, but um, even more so, I'd like them to redo Silent Hill. <laughs> um, Are you a Dead by Daylight player? Uh, kind of. Yes, Speaking I don't. I horror. would be more if we didn't. If I didn't get dropped into random rooms, um, because the player base for Dead by Daylight is not always a fun player base to be in. That's the issue with all multiplayer games, well, yeah. of course. Um, but, uh, I tried to get into Dead by Daylight in the Friday the 13th, uh, okay. series right when they came out and there were so many just angry, angry, small children playing those games that I was just like, I can't handle this anymore. So I went back to my, like my big girl MMOs where, uh, the small children don't have the patience for them. Um, and <laughs> was on my happy way. So when I have friends, I will play dead by daylight and friday the 13th and all those lovely games um when i don't have friends i don't play them. <laughs> played the the friday the 13th game for a little bit like when it was free online mm -hmm. i played it a couple times it was kind of fun right it was it, it, it was very limited like after a while you're like okay this is the game I, we kind of uh but it doesn't but go much farther than that to be honest oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah you probably played the best parts of it the but those types of games it's really i think the key part to those games is who you're playing with yeah. if you're not playing with people that you enjoy just kind of messing around with mm. then they are the most boring horrible games to play if you're actually playing with friends and you're getting to have like some jokey times and like let me experiment times and like you know that type of stuff then it, they're really really fun um but like One that's the way it is with is pretty much all multiplayers. Because <laughs> I mean, even like Fall Guys, I got into Fall Guys early in the pandemic, like a lot of people did, and it's only really fun when you have your friends that you're competing against, and not when you're trying to outrun children um, <laughs> that are playing that game. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and this is not to say everybody is like that, but the the most annoying are usually the loudest in multiplayer games um but yeah silent hill is my like number one dead franchise to come back because 
I need that kind of fucked up in my horror games these days, and we don't have it anymore. All right, excellent. There you go. There's our top three, right? All great games, right? Stallion liked it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there you go. So, uh, Acid, it's time to move on to our final segment, and that's trivia. There we go. Let's get this thing started. Okay. <clears throat> I've got a couple of sci-fis and a video game. Uh, we're doing the same rules, Geek Out. I'll give you a topic. You tell me how many of said items you can name. Winner uh, pays in cash. All right. Here All we right. go. All right. So the first one, uh, we're, we'll just go ahead and knock the video game one out of the way. Uh, how many Ooh. video games can you name? That take place. Yeah, how many can you name? No, like <laughs> uh, you have two hours. No, uh, how many video games can you name that take place in space? Not that, saying? not that travel to space for a half a second, but are actually in space. Main theme space. No sequels. So he was like, damn it. <laughs> I saw that. I saw the face. Damn it. No. Come on. There's got to be way more than this. All right. Video games that take place in space. The thing is, like, there's so many Star Wars video games but i don't know their names i don't know any of their names star wars uh, uh fighting guys <laughs> that is not one by the way oh okay i was gonna i was giving you that hint i don't even know all the star Trek and games. i would argue that a lot of the star wars games don't technically take place in space that's the, the definition. This is another one of the like annoying academic questions. What's the definition of space here? <laughs> There's some of them, but I'm also like, I don't know if they're technically space or if they're more fantasy. And it's yeah, just weird. Off planet, but not necessarily Earth. You know what I mean? Wait, so you are including ones that are based on other planets? That you can leave that you can leave the planet and go to space. Like fight in space, there's is a, a large component of the game. Correct. I'll give you I'll give you a few more seconds to think it over while we listen to Elder Scrolls Ambience <laughs> background. Oh, is that the name of it? That's what's going on. And no, Elder Scrolls is not in space. I'm sure there's a glitch where you fling you can you can fling yourself into space, but <laughs> that would not that would not surprise me at all. Uh, if okay. not, there's a mod to do it. Yeah, if not, there's a mod. You're right. Okay, uh, who can name four video games that are themed in space? Yes. Okay, five. Yes. Ten. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, eleven. Yep. I'll bow out. <laughs> oh, all right. Jeremy, let's hear your 10. Dead Space 
Well, just tell me when I get to 10. Okay. Dead Space, Wing Commander, Privateer, Star Citizen, Prey, Mass Effect, uh, Star Wars, TIE Fighter, Star Trek, Starfleet Academy, Star Trek Judgment Right, Star Trek 25th Anniversary. You got it. You're done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Out of also so, accepted Destiny. Uh... Let me let me, add, let me go ahead and add some here. Okay. okay? Go ahead. Let's hear them. Uh, you forgot the first one, Asteroid. How do you forget Asteroid? That's true. Very true. I only play uh, games that have stories. Oh, uh, Star Trek. it's a game. It's a Star game. Trek Bridge Commander. Yeah. Star Trek Red Alert. Star Trek Armada, which yeah. I believe was like the StarCraft version of Star Trek. And then, then there's StarCraft. Yeah. 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 StarCraft. So good. I had like Great game. Eve. I don't know if you said Eve. And then like Stellaris Eve. also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Stellaris. Oh, yeah. It's a good one too. Okay. And all the Star Wars. <laughs> All right, let's go tabletop games. Everybody loves tabletop, right? Jeremy's all excited. How many tabletop games can you name in which you capture your opponent's pieces? Okay, so we're talking board games. We're talking okay. board games now. How Would you cap, cap, capture... Were, they, were the object of the game is to capture your opponent's pieces. How are we defining capture? Acquire. Like to take them acquire. or block them? Acquire. Okay. Acquire. I mean, I'm just... That's kind of what I'm getting from the card. <laughs> it's all the card's fault, okay? It's all the card's fault. There are Do no the cards answers. cards actually have... No. There's no answers on them? There are no answers. The, the topics are on one side, and then there's geek out on the other side. Hmm. I just... I know everything already, so... That's why I have to ask all the questions. Sure. <laughs> you acquire their pieces. Yes, you acquire their pieces. That is the main objective. Give you a few more seconds. Elon Musk, welcome to the chat. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Elon go way back. Mark, mm -hmm. oh, Mark Hamill's here. How you doing, bud? It's good to hey, see you again. How, Mark. Was, how did your How did your stir fry go this weekend? Is there actually anybody li listening? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe not live, but we have our millions of podcast listeners. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Don't forget about those. Okay. My friends are just tired of hearing my voice after I tried to kill them last week. Was that it? <laughs> okay, so the card starts with two. So who can name two? Yeah. All right. Who can name five? Maybe. Anthony I cannot name, name five. five. What about four? Who can name four? I mean, it depends what we're defining as, as tabletop games. That is the definition. That you can play them on a table. Then I've got that's a tabletop. All game. of them. I've got nine. Okay. Wow. No, sorry, eight. Eight. Go ahead and take okay. it. Okay. All right, Jeremy. Risk, chess, checkers, Warhammer, Battleship, Marbles, Go Fish, War. That's fair. Okay. That's yeah. All right. Well, here you go. That that wins that round. Okay. I have not played board games since I was like ten. I don't even know that I own a board game anymore. It's kind of sad. Just into playing a whole bunch of RPGs. 
All right. Now we talk. Pen and paper, people. <clears throat> Pen and paper. There you go. Now we talk sci-fi franchises. Okay. Oh, no. So name, how many sci-fi franchises can you name in which a submarine appears? Just appears. Just appears. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, there's a submarine right there. Sci-fi franchises. Yeah. Submarine appears. Submarine. Just oh, look at that submarine there. The Beatles showed up. Oh, there's These submarine. questions are the most vague hey, questions. Aren't they, though? <laughs> They're crazy. liberally vague. <laughs> and then we'll have a bonus question after this. Because I just want to ask this one because I'm curious to know how many know, people know this. <clears throat> so sci-fi franchises in which a submarine appears. Give you a few more seconds. Anthony writing down all the answers. You can tell. Just look at his face. Oh, the answers he has are on the ceiling, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, the card starts at two. Can you name two sci-fi franchises in which a submarine appears? Who can do two? Yeah. I yeah. Okay, three. I cannot do three. My goodness, Anthony. Uh, Stallion, the host of the show, can't get three. Uh, okay. Depending on the <clears throat> definition of sci-fi, yes. Well, we'll see. All right, what about four? I've got four. Come on, yeah. you can't you can't let Jeremy take all three rounds. Come on. I could do four. Okay. That that's my limit though. Uh oh, what about five? Can Jeremy do five? It would be a guess. I'm not confident on my fifth. Mm. Alright, so we'll I'll tell you what, we'll each you each say you're four and Stallion will help me judge the answers right. to these. Okay. Uh Z we'll start with you. So the one that I'm not sure is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ooh, that's ooh. that's not a franchise, right? Well, I mean, it's also a franchise in comic books. Oh, I guess if we're counting comics. Well, uh, and the, if we're if we're insisting on franchise, then I just drop out now. <laughs> all right, what are your what I are your other? Go ahead and give me all of them. Give me all of your four. Because I'm thinking like the abyss, the rift, uh, voyage to the bottom of the sea, um, sphere. No, those are like the things, the only things that came to mind. Because I can't okay. think of any franchise other than like maybe a Star Trek movie that had a submarine at some point. Sure, one sure they did. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't think of a single one. I was I was racking my brain. I couldn't think of one. All right, Jeremy, what do you have? Uh, X Files, Doctor Who, Lone Gunman. Twilight Zone, and I think Twilight there's an Outer Limits ep uh, episode with the submarine, but that was my that baby. I don't know. Yeah, I put Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I'm I'm assuming a submarine show. Sure does. Yeah, probably somewhere. Um. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know who <laughs> wins that round. We're, you know, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna chalk it up to we're gonna give it to Stallion. Just because of the Thank name. Thank you. I'll and take it. I need Stallion's it. Stallion's going to get that one. Okay. All right. All right. All right the, we're going to do one last one. We're going to do the bonus. One bonus. Just this, this one will be quick. Yeah. All right. So how many characters from Pee Wee's Playhouse can you name? None. 
One. <laughs> One. Pee-wee. No. <laughs> One and the real life name of one other. Oh gosh. <laughs> Alright, what do you let's hear him. I wanna hear him. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Oh my goodness. Didn't they have movies too? Didn't he have movies? Like yeah. Pee Wee Playhouse Adventures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember very vividly scenes, but that's all I remember. I don't remember I like don't, I don't think I'll watch Cowboy much. Curtis? Was that his name? Cowboy Curtis? I don't know. I don't know. I can actually look this up. Damn all. <laughs> Isn't like Slinky and 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 Silly Bob? I, just, I was gonna go with the couch. Yeah, you know? Pee Wee Herman and slide. Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. Captain Carl. <laughs> oh lord. Oh, all right, gosh. that's the that's the conclusion of the show. We talked about the top three sci-fi. Uh, nope. Video we games. That. We talked about the three <laughs> franchises. <laughs> Forgot what we, we talked about. Elon Musk a lot. <laughs> we talked about Elon Musk. And <laughs> And Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the show. Like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. You can listen to us on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, that's it for today. Have a good one, everybody.